Like, Dude, I Mike... truly thought he was bald as fuck. Mike Vallele fight video on YouTube? The best fucking thing ever 14 made years ago, potentially, on YouTube? Dude, that's one of the first YouTube videos I think I ever fucking saw in my entire life was Mike Vallele beating up like 10 people in that, on that like CCTV footage, dude. Yeah, he like throws off yeah. his shirt. He like threw off his fucking shirt and he just started beating them up. It was like right out of a movie. Like the dudes were waiting for them to get their ass kicked in a yeah. circle. Like, Dude, Mike Vallele goes hard. Dude, Mike Vallele is really one of my favorite people. What were you doing the day that you saw the Mike Vallele video, you know? I might have like, been alone on YouTube in, like, 2008, which is truly crazy. And, yeah, like, it I was the I was Wild West. my MySpace. That was the Wild West of, of YouTube back then, I feel like, before Google bought it. I also noticed that you 110% slickly started recording on me, which is cool. I, I see it. Uh, you Look, saw my it's eye not. So we discussed this. I know. We, dis we discussed I, this. Before, on the last podcast, when I was, uh, by the way, very drunk on the last podcast, listening back. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we were talking about this opening up the podcast last time. It's, it's just something of, of note. I think that's really funny you brought that up because Brandon was so drunk last time. And I'll even tell you guys that afterwards while we were editing, I told him he was drunk and he got mad and hung up on me too. So... All those things happened. You were definitely going All hard. All right. I have to correct the story slightly. I did ha I did hang up on you. My phone died because I forgot to charge it because I was drunk. Coincidental, bro. Coincidental. I don't know if it's coincidental. It's part of the story. It's part of what happened in real. What were we just talking about, though? I already forgot. Mike Vallely beating people up. But I also want to talk about how today is officially not only our eighth episode, Okay, so welcome to episode eight of the MMB podcast, everybody. Mwah. We're but a week also, in. We're we're post week in. That's a lot of podcasting. Yeah, dude, we're like week two. If you wanted to listen to us every day, you'd be on the second week now. Think about that. Um, that's that's a decent amount of work. You know, that's a lot. We we I we the we's were as far as I'm concerned, we're supposed to still be on uh, SoundCloud. I don't think we ever we we go in hard on just deciding to put these on the feed. I think every Real week quick. we push it a little bit, and we're doing pretty good with it, honestly. I, I think it I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I'm going to toot the fuck out of it, dude. Uh, yeah, I think, you know. We deserve it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. going well. It's yeah. going well, folks. Things are, things are going well. Things are looking good. And with that, you know, as I started this morning, I always look at the date. And, you know, we've, we've been pretty close to holidays recently, right? Mm -hmm. We had Christmas Eve Eve, Christmas Adam. New Year's Eve Eve we also recorded, which was New Year's Adam. But we're actually recording on an actual holiday today. Where were you January 6, 2001, bro? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> what a time. 2001, too. That's crazy because it's 2024 now, and I feel like I was just there. I also said 2001 because I mixed up 9-11 with it, but I meant 2021, by the oh, way. Oh, shit. Yeah. But was it, was it even that long ago? It was. I actually Googled it because we were chatting about it earlier, and it was 2021. So you get 9-11, and then 10 years later, you get January 6th? That's yeah. the sh way shittier version, dude. It's the 20 year anniversary of 9-11. Rest in peace to, uh, what's her name? Ashley Babbitt. Oh man, big rip. The big casualty. And then there was that guy who got his, t his nuts tased and he had a heart attack and died. Did he really? I think there was another casualty of this war. Dude, rip, rip. I remember Look, that like when this happened, I, that was the week that 
our household got a PlayStation 5, so I really didn't care at all. Yeah, you like, did it right. Whatsoever. That's the correct way to respond to something like this, in my humble opinion. It's, hey, that reminds me of that video of those girls drinking beers while they're watching 9-11 happen. Oh my god, you remember that like VHS footage where they're all like sitting there day drinking? In the it's like an NYU um dorm. Oh yeah. yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> it's fucking chilling because you're like, yeah, I could just see myself in that situation and then 9/11 happens. I always say it's funny cuz I was there, by the way. If anybody listening doesn't understand, you know, I could say it was funny, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the radius? How close did you have to be to 9/11 to be able to make fun of it? Like miles. You have to be in New York City in order to make fun of it. <laughs> so because I was in northern New York, I can't make fun of 9/11. No, no, absolutely not. That's horseshit. I, I don't just want to let you know right Hudson, now. Hudson, New York counts. No. Damn, dude. I, I, I'll give a caveat to like the weird swank, whatever, swanky, whatever, PA. I'll even give them a little bit of a shout out because they had a plane go there. But not, okay, that's fine. You know what? Look, man, you had to be there. <laughs> they pulled me out of school that day, damn it. <laughs> we all got to play. I get that. I get that. That's cool. That's a fun story. Let me ask you this. What lie did your school tell you on 9-11 when your parents came to pick you up? Uh, well, it was different for me. You know, obviously, we, we got put on, like, a very serious, like, lockdown and shit because, I mean, papers were flying from Manhattan over to Staten Island. You know what I mean? It was like a... Yeah, but I, like I, know, I know older kids, but, like, I like to think about the fact we were only in first grade when 9-11 happened, right? Yeah. It was 2001. No, I, I was in, no I think we were in second grade. Okay, first or second, fair. Yeah, we were uh, in second grade. My school Seven. literally told us that there was an oil leak under the combining elementary schools and that all the elementary schools had to go sit in one cafeteria until their parents picked them up. That was like the whole move. I feel like my story was very sad. I, I, honestly, most people in the city heard the same story. We heard the first plane hit. Um, everybody assumed it was an accident at first. Yeah. And everybody at first was told that it was a smaller airliner than, than what actually hit the tower or whatever. So people thought it was like a private propeller jet or plane something or like private fucking jet, up. Yeah. Something just like not getting the right landing. And there has been accidents before there is something hit the um, empire state building when I was like really, really young. So, so they thought it was like that 2.0 contact yeah. with a helicopter stuff happened. So it's yeah. like, you know, at first it was treated like, Oh, no big deal. Um, but, uh, after the second plane hit, everybody obviously knew everything got put on high alert. And I think things were already obviously on high alert, but cause it looked deliberate to begin with. They just didn't want to cause a panic, but um, yeah, I mean, you got all those people in that city too. It's like, right. And my dad was a city. You want to make? Well, my dad was called in as a city employee for the water department to respond. So he knew what was going on before a lot of people did him, the cops, the fire department, they all knew what was going on and they knew how it was being treated by the city as opposed to how it was being reported at the time. So my mom got the call from my dad early to come and get me out of school. So I was actually able to get out of, no, for real. So I got, got out, out of school quick, and dude. it's funny because my neighbor was also um, like his brother was a cop. So he called him and said, go get, go get your kids, go bring them everybody like, who was everything was like, get your fucking kids out of here. A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of city employees too. So it's happened to a lot of people. This is a pretty common thing. So like people were able to get out before the evacuation started and stuff like that. But, um, you know, my dad was down there for like four days and shit, like working, like search and rescue instead. You should, it, I've, I've been trying to convince him because he has DVDs worth of content and stuff from his tape. He actually has it on tape and then it digitalized it or whatever, but like so much footage that has never been on. It could be documentary 
For sure. Dude, your, for dad sure. Could, your dad could make a documentary for sure. Being down like, there, having that footage, like... I want that footage in a museum somewhere because it's so creepy. All you hear are, like, the dings, like, the elevators are still kind of working, so you can hear, yeah, like, all the like, constant no dinging of the elevator. It's, like, so ominous, dude. I remember him showing me mm. those when I was probably around, like, 13 or 14 for the first time. And I was, yeah, because he definitely locked that shit up for the first decade after it yeah. happened. He said, he's told me some wild <laughs> stories about some of the stuff that he saw out there, but, like, it's, you know... Only I can make that joke, okay? Like, okay. I get that joke. All right. I'll tell you this, though. I will say, there. I have a piece I'm also of... kidding. You know, 20 years... I think there's a 20-year statute. <laughs> That's so what South nuts. Park said, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'm with... I agree with that. Yeah. I'm with that. 20 years and then something's funny. I, uh, I, I think I've thoroughly convinced uh, most of my family that 9-11 was an inside job at this point, which is sacrilege, so, you know. We're immediately going to get canceled now. No big deal. But you uh, know, that's old news. That's, that's old news. Everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. Yo, speaking about old news, let's take a minute to talk about a, uh, a band who is definitely not new news, but they made new news this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was a beautiful segue. <laughs> thanks. I'm getting better at him. I swear to God. That so, was good. So you and I, we both grew up, right? Like, I think it's the reason we probably became friends is because we both grew up loving Blink-182 and Green Day, right? I, dude, I couldn't have put it better. <laughs> probably, like, we hated we, each other we, otherwise. So. We hated each other otherwise. We had all the same t-shirts, bro. <laughs> yeah, it did help. We did go to all the same shows. People assumed we were friends. You're like, oh, I saw that kid in the other class. He's got your t-shirt on. I remember going to see Handguns. Remember when we drove in the snow with no parents to go see, I think, Handguns at Bogies together. And I yeah. was like, I, you know what? I might hate this dude, but we did that together. <laughs> I remember speaking of your dad, we went like early on in our friendship. We went to a show way out there in Poughkeepsie and your dad like literally was like, you know, the trooper of the night, right? Drove us all the way out there on a weeknight, drove home, got pulled over on the way home. Cause I we think were that all was, passed out in the was band. that your set your goals for you strong? Yep. Yeah, it was set your goals. It's where we got the shirt that you still have and I no longer have. And it makes me sad. Crazy times. Yeah. So, anyways, talking about going back to Green Day, right? Um, I didn't even see it live. I have no idea what channel it was on, but they played a, they did a performance on uh, some show for New Year's last week. Dick and Clark, everyone's, bring him back. Was it Dick Clark? Was it bring him dude, back as as AI? They but still with the call it the Dick Clark fucking New Year's thing featuring ryan seacrest or whatever i noticed that i'm like just give it to ryan seacrest homie has been like the backdrop guy now for like 35 years like just give him his fucking dues but i think that if you give it to if you bring dick clark back with ai people are gonna want the dick clark with the post stroke dick clark in my opinion <laughs> and i think that they could pull it off i think they could pull it off i really think they could pull it off. it was so wild to me i remember growing up with him on the tv and then he hit that point i was still a little young when he was stroked out so he I was, was like smooth in the beginning dude he's yeah. a nasty operator he always was <laughs> and he was even post-stroke to be honest with you he kind of crushed it even under the circumstances smooth <laughs> he went out like a king he's a fucking great at what he does but you know it was noticeable difference dude so i i was watching this green day performance and the first thing i want to shout out about this as a true green day fan is this was one of the rare occasions where Green Day decided to let Jason White play on the stage and not behind the curtain. You always appreciate that as a Green Day fan, he right? Did the, he did that move in, in, in that clip, too, with the, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he got all in there. It was his, like, one time every five years they let him be on the stage and not behind it. For those of you who don't know, 
Jason White is like the awkward fourth member ugly stepchild of Green Day. He's in like every music video, but he's not a band member. He's like an actor in the music video. Yeah, he part of me wonders. Part of me wonders like how much does he I have to check in because I haven't I've been tuned out of the Green Day since to be honest, 21st century breakdown, which had some good songs on, I'll admit. But that's the one right after my American Idiot, right? Yeah, it was another concept thing attempt at like trying to recapture that. That had but, 21 guns on it, right? Yeah, a couple yeah, of I like that album. A couple of good songs. Right. It was all right. But Radio, I'm not even going to lie to you, dude. I don't think I've listened to a full album after that. It's all been kind of wild for me. So I've heard some songs that are not too bad from the, the trilogy or whatever, but... The trilogy I, just wore me out because I wasn't going to listen to fucking 50 songs to find the five good ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't even remember where I was going with this, but like, I love Green Day. They're a very formative band for me, uh, but their new stuff is just not hit hit where I need it to. That yeah. being said, their newest record seems to be like pandering to people who used to listen to Nimrod a lot. And but I still don't think it sounds that great in personal. I, I'll listen to the full. I'm sure the singles are as whack as they are, but yep. the, the deeper cuts might be all right. I, I have a little faith. <laughs> I will say, obviously, right, they're playing last a couple nights ago. And just like you said, they know the new songs don't hit like the old songs. So what's the big song they go with, right? They, they do. They drop American Idiot. Okay. And when they drop American Idiot, everyone knows that they changed the redneck agenda line to MAGA agenda. And I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I hate both sides of the coin that have come from this argument on the internet. Uh, I hate the right side that's like, see, this is who you are now. You guys are just a bunch of fucking sellout pussies. And MAGA's actually the... Um, the, 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 the people who are being put down and you're just going with the consensus. And then there's the other side, which you had the greatest tweet about ever, calling them uh, people who put the Harry Potter house in their bio. Uh. <laughs> Harry Potter house in bio liberals is how I describe that type of person, which I feel like is like, I'm not trying to be mean. I used to read Harry Potter as a kid. No, so it's dude, coming from a place Harry Potter adults. I don't give a fuck. Don't, hey, don't, oh, don't I am. press down now. Don't I am. I'm not, dude, I'm not backing down. I tweeted that and it did pretty well because <laughs> pe I think it resonated. I think people understood where I was coming from because, you know, I, I, I don't dislike, um, I never disliked that song for its message to begin with. I understood what it was saying. And I don't think replacing the word redneck with replacing it with MAGA makes a difference. I think it's kind of trying to get at the same point. And, you know, as a young man, as a person who was trying to figure out what I was into, that was a strong stance. And I appreciated that from, from a band. And I, yeah. regardless, I didn't even understand the implications of it, but I appreciated somebody was like taking a, a stance on something. And I thought that was cool. That's what was appealing for me at the time. And the more I think about it, like the more I think about that lyric, regardless of how it is, it sucks either way. It's not a great lyric. Like, I don't think necessarily like, redneck and maga are the same thing either i you know i have a little bit even more respect for rednecks than maybe maga people i don't really know how to go about I, I it i agree with that sentiment because not all rednecks hold that mentality some rednecks are still anti-authority like i would say and i never really Absolutely. thought that I, I think that if you're a band like green day and you're going through the bush era and you're trying to like put out a message of like fuck this administration we need to come together and take it down you can't exclude the people who support bush that's where i'm at politically now you know what i mean you got to bring them in you got to try to like under you got to try to get them to understand where you're coming from with the criticism it can't just be 
fuck you, bitch. But it, when you're a young person, that's exciting. That's cool. And like, it might help you develop your thoughts to something a little bit more mature and like down the line somewhere that's more reasonable. But with Green Day replacing those lyrics, like I, I, the, this whole outrage culture about it pisses me off because it's like they didn't even change the lyric. No, kind of the same lyric, dude. They like they updated ki- the lyric. They That's updated the really lyric. Is. Yes, to kind of make it make more sense in a modern era. And I'm like, okay, this is what they said, whenever twenty years ago when this album came out. Like, I, I but people didn't understand the lyric twenty years ago. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I don't think. And well, I think that we just didn't have the internet. And that's why I also just took that pot shot at the, the Harry Potter liberals because <laughs> punk wasn't, in my opinion, there, there's all these conservatives now that talk about punk is, um, the new punk is conservative. Like uh, to be against the grain is to be conservative. To be uh, pro-establishment is to be this liberal that's pro-LGBTQ and pro-fucking-immigration, pro-literally everything, whatever. And I hate that dichotomy of things because it just doesn't make sense to me because the spirit of punk to me has always been anti-authority, anti-being told what to do. Yep. And that – you any side can own that to be honest with you in my opinion. Yeah, it's there not even tons, really about the views. It's there's about- been a massive Nazi punk movement since the beginning of punk. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's the spirit of punk isn't necessarily a good thing all the time. And people who present it that way are like naive or uh, misinformed, you know, and it bothers me because it's like I spent a lot of time caring about this stuff, like in like a very minutia way and like being like, oh, you're not punk or this and that. But like at the end of the day, I think the punk spirit is important. I think the spirit of punk music existed before the, the Sex Pistols and before the Ramones, too. Like there was bands that were I would consider punk before punk existed you know like the stroke uh the strokes what the fuck the uh the stooges and um you know there's all sorts of bands you know um mc5 and like all these other bands like they were punk before punk was even a word you know what I mean so it's a spirit of the thing you know I'd say 100 gex is punk because they're nuts exactly and that's where I was gonna go is like it's the spirit of punk right but I'm gonna. And be I also honest. am not a huge hundred Gex fan either. It's just I can see it when I recognize it. I yep. can see the energy when it's around. I might that might not be the scene for me. But if you don't, if you can't tell when the kids are excited about something and it's like a little edgy and anti-establishment, like yeah, it's that's like what punk is now. That's yeah. what it's always been. That's and what it's always been, and that it could develop well, into a million either. different things. Yeah, but I that's how I feel about like the um, the the like more punk adjacent pop punk adjacent r&b and rap that's been coming out that's like the new biggest thing it's like yeah you don't need an instrument it's not about guitars and bass and drums making punk it's about more like the vibe and the feeling that you get when you listen to it and what it's discussing that really pushes it towards that towards being punk music as a whole and i think that every time punk changes that's when you get the old guard fighting the kids you know yeah um i would consider one thing forever I would consider Nirvana one of the most important bands in punk music, and because they're called grunge, people would disagree with me, but, like, yeah. they created an energy and harnessed that energy in a way no other band in the 90s ever could, in my opinion. So it's like, that's that's that, that, that grunge movement. I don't think a lot of those grunge bands represent punk perfectly, but I think Nirvana represents punk perfectly, you know what I mean? I think that has a lot to do with where those band members came from before they made that band. Fuck yeah. Also. You know, like where, where your roots are from. Um, but I'll also say, I'm going to be completely honest, okay? Ever since Green Day in my lifetime, okay? I'm not going to sit here and act like I listened to Green Day when I was five, okay? 
I American Idiot came out in 2005, right? We were, I was 11, and I loved that shit, okay? I fucking loved that shit. I was born in 1994. I thought that's what punk was, but at the end of the day, I mean, what people say is right. Like, the reason Green Day's pulled out of the political arena every album more and more, in my opinion, is because it's way more about them as a corporation now and that and making money and doing a lot of things that they weren't really about a long time ago. So to me, I'm going to be honest when they go on there and they fucking play a song from 20 years ago and they try to update the lyrics to act like that's the biggest problem in their life right now is the MAGA agenda. It seems really disingenuous to me. It seems like you're just trying to rally up the kids to listen to your new album in a month. Chances are Ch- Trump helped them out with his tax cuts. No, yeah, no. Probably, dude. Honestly, they probably ate the best during Trump's presidency. They probably did a little better. I would at yeah. least, I would at least assume that. Yeah, I mean, dude, and I, I'm not saying they really care about the money either, but like. There's, I think they do. Yeah, I think they've always cared slightly about it. And I think that they've wanted to always kind of expand to a larger audience. And I think that this is the end result of that. Yep. I think that if you start off strong and you come from a humble beginning, your best work is always going to be there. And um, if you just accept all of the modern bullshit all of the time and you just kind of incorporate it into what you're doing, eventually your stuff just becomes part of no. It's just noise. It's just noise if you're not doing anything interesting. Like, I don't know. Um, and then rehashing your old stuff isn't the worst idea in the world. I actually think the way the Blink-182 album came out was awesome and I loved it, but I, you know, I, I can at least understand that they didn't try to push the envelope on any of those songs. They, um, they put out like a throwback thing and I think yep. it worked for them. And I think that it was coming from a place of passion that, you know, Mark was just really sick. They, they were still, uh, they had just gotten back together. You know, there's all that passion. But that, in that. That's why I like Blink-182 because Blink-182 at the same time, like Green Day has always been about that paper. Like at the end of the day, they're going to make theirs. They're going to hit the big well, arenas. They're, they're going to play those shows. They stick yeah. together. Those they, guys, those guys yeah, are I mean, a, a unit. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. But they don't fucking act like it's not that ever. Yeah. Blink has never, ever been like politically charged, you know, are, like, and I think that's one of the reasons they were one of my favorite bands is because it just didn't have a motive that I didn't ever feel like was genuine. What's Blink's music about? Having a good fucking time. And what do they do? They have a good fucking time until they break up and they don't have a good time. Yeah. And that's exactly what it's about, you know? And that's Working what the side projects, that's what their great side projects are, are all about too. Like yep. I, I, it inspires other music that cre- they create that is really, in my opinion, I know a lot of people don't care for Blink, but... I like mo- they're a very popular band. They just headline Coachella and they're all in approaching 50 or in their fifties, you know, like that's, that's a band that uh, had a big cultural impact and is here to stay and is continuously putting out good music. And, uh, I always thought that there was something to, like you're saying, their genuine want to just be themselves and yep. they never really cared about. It. And I like Tom does his best to inject some of this stuff into there sometimes, mostly with his side projects, but he does talk about this stuff. And like, he does talk about the stuff that's passionate to him, but he does it in a way that's kind of subtle. And act like there isn't 50 blink alien songs. Yeah. But all, even like the, uh, I always loved the boxcar album was very conspiratorial in nature. It, was, it came out yep. right after nine 11. A lot of the songs were kind of like in the vein of discussing like the CIA and Don't trust the, the government. government, the government's like doing Government this to fuck with you. Lying. There's a lot yeah. to it though, you know? And I think he's always been kind of a more aware guy than people give him credit for. 
um, when people always go, oh, like Green Day is a super political band and Blink isn't. It's like, I don't think that's because they aren't inherently political guys, or at least Tom isn't an inherently political guy. I think he actually kind of is, um, you know, with WikiLeaks and John Podesta and yeah. him and all his implications. Like, I think he's very aware of what's going on in a lot of ways, but um, that's not what he wants to do with his music. And uh, I appreciate that. You know, I, I can appreciate that. I don't think he, uh, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of discussion about platforms and what you need to do with your platform nowadays. And uh, I've never been a buyer into that. I just don't understand why you have to do, you should, in a, you know, have the freedom to say what you want to say. Yeah. And um, you know, if you're a person of morality and you care about doing what's right, you can use your platform to do something good. I don't know. Well, that's like, you know, we're going we're gonna to jump off this track, but I'm just going to close that with, that's why I don't care and when people want to fucking boycott bands because they don't talk about political issues. Yeah, true. Don't, don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I, I'm here to listen to your music. I actually, I know we've talked about this off mic a little bit, but there have been some bands in recent times that have been called out, you know, yeah. for not speaking out on recent, um, you know, whatever it is, um, leftist issues when they paint themselves as leftist bands or they paint themselves as somebody who speaks for the working class or something. They wear that on their sleeve. They wear it in the, on their lyrics or something like that. I don't think it's, um, out of the realm to take pot shots at bands. If they're going to walk the walk, I think they should talk the talk. My perfect example is that guy Hassan who streams. I like him. I think he does a good job of what he does. But yeah. you're, you're a communist who lives in a, a Beverly Hills mansion and drives his mansion. <laughs> well, then you're not really a communist. And I'm not. I'm not also not going to. But I'm also not going to deny he's done good fundraising. Like I've I've been a big fan of Hassan. Like Kelly's uh, Bolo Tie got featured on Hassan's stream before I he became that. really famous. I remember when that was like a big I, I've been a supporter of his for a long time because I like what he's saying. Sometimes I I like when he criticizes the uh, you know military industrial complex and stuff. I'm into that. But like. You gotta fucking, you gotta reel it in, bro. You know what I mean? You can't be, you can't be, you can't be fucking driving around in a McLaren, being like, "I am yeah. Mr. Communist." But I he just doesn't, doesn't post that shit. He That's does the though. Funny. Does he, he now? He does. He does. That's he fucking awesome. he wears it on his sleeve because he knows his fans will defend him because he has more of fans that are of him than of his of his ideology. Opposition. Yeah. yeah. Then so of the what comments he believes. look good. That's and as long as the comments look good and the ratios look hey man, good, we're doing Hassan, good. I'm a fan. It's I'm not trying to, you know. Hassan, I'm not. You know I'm he's listening. listening. You're a pussy. You know he's listening. I'll debate you about how you're a big pussy. Oh, anyway. I would debate him. I'd debate him about how he's so rich. I'd I'll say you got to give him. away your money to me and the podcast. You got to donate money to us. I mean, if we were to go on his podcast, I'd give us it'd give us quite a bump. Yeah, it would. So you heard it here. We want to argue with your bitch ass. Yeah, have us on for yeah. the debate of it all. Uh, two working class guys versus a bunch of Beverly Hills Twitch streamers. Let's go. Yeah, we'll talk about who actually wants to be a communist. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Big time, big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to move on before Hassan comes in and blows up our uh, podcast. Hassan, here. biker! Have you ever seen that Sam Hyde threatening to kill yes. him at his house? <laughs> yes. So, so good. I, I know we're both pretty into horror movies here, but um, you've seen that we now officially can do whatever the fuck we want with our boy Steamboat Mickey, right? For sure. He's he's open source, baby. He is open motherfucking source. First and foremost, over the last like month that he's been open source now, I want to say to anyone out there that's made a sexual meme of Steamboat Mickey... You're a twisted fuck. And you're and you're so free much. and of worrying about your copyright strike now. Don't worry. It's free. Dude. You're fine. 
you're just I'm seeing so much Steamboat Willie porn right now. Yeah, but it, it existed before, and now all of those people don't have to worry, which is nice. You know, they were just putting it out for free under those were the punk guys. You know, they were like, those I could get the, sued for this. But now, now it's free, baby. It's and it's out there. And with that, obviously talking about pre-planning things, they've already got a fucking Steamboat Mickey horror movie on the way, and actually a trailer came out for it. The trailer looks fucking horrible. I'm not going to lie to you. The acting in it and everything makes it look every bit of the small budget Canadian film that it is. Wow. But I recommend Coming for anyone... the Canucks, dude. I'm... Dude, it's not my fault. They made a bad movie. <laughs> I'm just here to say it, okay? I'm not I'm not I'm not attacking them, you know. There's a lot of things wrong up there, but that's not my problem. This seems to be one of the big things though. What's and... funny is on one of our failed streams we watched that Connor O'Malley video where he was creating Dark Mickey. Do you remember that? Yes. We should rewatch that now that this is in the news on our yeah, news. Now that we've got that the up. now that our streams are working. YouTube.com slash M and B podcast. Yeah, we actually have a working stream now every Wednesday. Just so I think it's M and B podcast. If that doesn't work, it's M and B pod, I forget. <laughs> Either way, check both. Yeah, check them both. You know what? Go to our fucking Instagram and use the link tree because I'm not smart and it took me mad yeah, time to figure I that out. I put our OnlyFans in there too. I did. Uh, if you guys want to see Brandon and I have sex for only four ninety nine a week, please, please subscribe to that OnlyFans. I put it right at the top of the link tree. Yeah, um, our new band's called Power Bottom. Power Bottom. First song, Pure Wash. Holy Full shit. Load. I hate it. <laughs> pa- I would pause you, but it's like you're you're doing this so blatantly. I can't even. Dude, no pause. Full send. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward. Fast forward. Um, I will say... I thought it was really funny. It seems like they had already been, they've already made this movie and they knew that the timeline was going to come for Steamboat Mickey. So they were like, let's just make this movie and then we're going to wait a couple months and then it's going to happen and then we're going to put I it. I suspiciously got that same vibe from this. That's funny unless, you say that. Unless they filmed a whole fucking movie trailer in five days. One, which like from the acting in it. They probably had AI it, created in five days, dude. It sounded like AI when I watched the trailer. I really recommend anyone listening. I'm not you go beyond. fucking pause. And listen to that shit. I'm not beyond assuming insane. that it's AI at this point, dude. That's fair. I'm AI, by the way, guys. I'm not even real. I've been so, replacing Max with ha- in half the episodes. He's a very busy man. Yeah, dude. I can only be here every other week. Now, I will say, this reminds me a lot of when Winnie the Pooh became public domain a while back. And there they was made a, that there Winnie was, the Pooh slasher. Oh, yeah. There was a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Are it they was just called gonna do Blood this? and Honey, and it was fucking sick. I want the Goofy to public domain to come up. I want the Goofy horror movie. Really. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Fuck you up. Yeah, that one will be good. <laughs> Have you ever seen the David Lynch directed the Disney, uh, the Goofy movie? Have you ever seen that? There's an edit on YouTube somebody made where they oh, made, it made it look. I thought you meant like it was real. I was no, like, Oh, they made it they made it look like david lynch edited like directed the disney movie and it's really accurate it's like terrifying i'll send it Did to they you just put like eerie ominous whooshing behind I'll, I'll put it I'm, I'm just gonna put that in the in the stream thing in the stream playlist we'll watch do it. it um i will say i loved that winnie the pooh one and even though i'm sitting over here fucking shitting on this movie right now i'm gonna fucking watch it like, don't get it twisted. I'm going to watch this bitch. With your Chinese 100%. Streiser streaming box, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, don't talk too big on my box, okay, man? We don't need to let the whole world know I got my my, my Chinese streaming box, okay? You're right, you're right. We'll but, keep that uh, a secret. Well, until they're <laughs> willing to advertise on the podcast. That'll dude, be our first. Hey, hey. Not a bad idea, okay? I will say, I'll learn though, Chinese to do the ad reads. 
I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're directly responsible. You're like one of the key reasons that I can't stop watching shitty horror movies. That's really weird. Why is that? Do you that? know why? No, I have no idea. Why is that? I'm not we a big horror like, guy. We were in like 11th grade. You made me watch that Trolls joint. You remember that? In your parents' living room with the oh, Troll Hunters? Yeah, Nick from I Was a Hero. The, my first like serious crazy band was the, was the guy to first show me that. We watched that and I'll just never forget. There's the part where you finally see the trolls and they're like. It's trolls! <laughs> trolls! <laughs> like an insane Norwegian accent. It's so good. Oh, Yo, dude, if you haven't sh- seen that movie, by the way, I just want to speak to the audience because they. F- I feel like the audience we are cultivating right now might appreciate this movie. You should go see it. It's uh, it's kind of like the hunter. That's what it was. It's Troll Hunter, and you can watch it on Tubi. Oh, there you go. Freebie on yeah, Tubi, freebie dude. Freebie on Tubi right now. I might go catch it on Tubi this week, too, before they take it down. <laughs> it might be one of the only found footage movies I actually like. Yeah. Literally. Most of them are not good, um, especially post-Blair Witch time. You know, like, that was, like, the first one. Like first four years. Like, activity, early Correct. 2010s, I was over it. Yeah, they they played the fuck out of it till it but was, like, But this was done dead. super well. Uh, the trolls are really fucking cool looking. They're I don't really know shit. how to describe it. Yeah, they're, they're really, they're beautifully done. And you're like, that's what a fucking troll would look like if you saw one in the woods, bro. Like, no kidding. You're like, whoa, that's cra-. like activate something like kind of primal in you. You're like, Ugh. like I've seen that before in my nightmares. I don't like that. It's really good. It's so I just wanted to let you know, like I, because of that, like I always liked horror movies, but now I specifically for the last decade have been on like shitty ones as a side project hey man Um, i you know that i love that story because like i'm not a big like i can't with kelly's not a huge horror person she doesn't watch i've gotten her to watch some horror with me so usually it's more psychological less like uh paranormal stuff yeah Yeah, she's not into the paranormal horror stuff but like i can get her to watch like it follows i've seen we watched the walrus (laughs) that fucking movie where dude that oh yeah yeah so we've seen some weird shit so like i've gotten her in a little bit but we're not like a big avid like i would love to go super hard during the month of october on like that shitty horror stuff but like that's what my wife and i do because we're both like horror nuts i gotta be careful about dude we're gonna be in person soon we gotta watch some horror movies no dude no don't worry i was just thinking that we're gonna watch a bunch of horror movies i would love that i've been out of the game for so long i don't even know what's good anymore i haven't seen skin of marink i haven't seen the fucking alien abduction movie on hulu i haven't seen any of this stuff that one is sick i know i heard i just have to watch it by myself and i never feel like it you know we'll watch that while you're at my house i'll watch that again that shit was fucking wild all right Uh, all right Speaking of people traveling, by the way, um, did you hear about the fun news in South Korea this week? No. Okay, so I was looking over the show notes, and this is completely news to me. Something about Samsung? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish it was about Samsung, but instead, Ooh. I was on Twitter this week, and the video, like, you can just watch this shit. It's fucking insane, but... Uh, Lee J. Myung, who is South Korea's opposition leader, was stabbed in the neck while walking through a group of people on a visit to Busan, uh, literally last week. And it looks like he's just walking through a group of people and the guy just runs up in the crowd and just stabs him in the fucking jugular, dude. It's literally the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, he was stabbed with a seven inch knife. obviously after he was attacked the attacker was immediately tackled and taken into custody i mean he was in a fucking 
pile of people. You know what I mean? Um, and they really don't know his motive. He hasn't said anything, but he is the opposition leader, being the leader of the Democratic Party. And they talk a lot in this article that I read about how in South Korea, it's very, very, very rare for you to be a part of government and not come from an extremely affluent family. Yeah, well, that sounds about right from anywhere. It sounds about right. It sounds like America. And yeah. uh, this man, Mr. Lee, was from a poor family and had worked his way all the way up into the South Korean legislature. Uh, and he barely lost the 2022 presidential election, but he's trying to bring like labor like laws and new, you know, left leaning theology into South Korea. And I just find it super interesting that my boy got fucking yacked, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with this current president guy. I don't know anything about him. Is he like conservative? Who knows? Yeah, dude? he's super conservative. So and this guy was super uh democratic leaning and he was he's actually the leader of the democratic party it makes South me Korea. yeah it makes me wonder though because i don't really know how their politics work with their parties yeah, and stuff. Neither. but like the um i remember the last guy i can remember of theirs was that moon guy and i think he was generally well liked and i'm wondering why he's yeah, not yeah, president yeah. anymore well i think um, they have term limits yeah do they they're set they're probably set up just like america i don't mean to probably. be rude but like their entire government was set up by america obviously because we did the korean war we decimated korea the, the korean peninsula split it into two and fucking you know yeah established a rule get, of law they get one five-year term as president and that's that it. sounds In south korea that's perfect for an american vassal state is all i'm saying i don't want to be rude but like they can just keep a a, a, a nice uh, eye on things you know our our military presence in south korea is not to be understated is all i'm saying uh so you know it's one of those things where you're like holy shit uh I, it's crazy that you know uh when something like this has to happen in another country it has to be something so close contact that it's like a stabbing you know in america yeah, I'm honestly surprised there's less assassinations of politicians and stuff like that because you're like, everyone's got a gun. Everybody's fucking out of their minds, in my opinion, most of the time. So you're like, I mean, there was a guy, there was a Bernie Sanders supporter that shot up a bunch of Republicans back in like 2018. Yeah. It wasn't a, you know, he shot up their baseball game or whatever and it was. And it's not even like Bernie Sanders like incites violence in his speech. No, team, no, no, no. You know? This guy was That's mentally so ill. Yeah. Yeah, this guy was sick in the fucking head. You have to be a yeah. sick fuck to do this kind of stuff. So I just, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's so crazy to me that people, you know, in other countries are willing to get that close to do something like that. I'm like, that you gotta fucking, you gotta be right in his face, dude. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, There's no chance of you getting like away with hugging, it. You know, and then yeah. you're you're in a group of 200 people. Everyone just swarms you. Like he was walking through like a busy city intersection i people anyone you can pause the podcast you can find this video on x in like 10 seconds right but literally there he's walking through like what looks like a busy manhattan street you know and he just gets stabbed in the fucking neck out of nowhere and i just cannot believe like how personal like because a fucking stabbing is so personal you know yeah um, I did say, you know, I said I didn't know anything bad about this guy, but I will say I took some notes that they did let us know in this article since losing the vote in 2022, Mr. Lee has been indicted on corruption and breach of trust charges with prosecutors accusing him of allowing private developers to profit illegally from a property project 
while he was the mayor of Sionam, a city of a million people to the south of Seoul. Mr. Lee was denied those char Mr. Lee has denied those charges and is calling them obviously politically motivated. So for all we know, this guy got like fucked out of his housing uh due to him like illegally allowing, you know, developers to rezone housing or some shit. Yeah. But I mean, we'll never know. We'll pro we'll never know what the fuck he did, you know? Yeah. It's kind of dense for me at this point with, like, the, all the other corruption stuff. It's like, I'm sure people have a problem. Like, I know that there's, like, a big, excuse me, a big general discontent amongst the young people in Korea with their politicians. That I know. And oh, really? It's kind of a, well, I think people in Korea, their birth rate's down. Like, the depression's up. They're working crazy hours. It's very similar to America right now. And it's because their shit is structured very similar to ours in the way that they're capitalist in the same way we are. That's why we can consume their media and it kind of makes a lot of sense to us. Like, I don't know. There's a lot going on there that uh, I feel like we don't talk about with our relationship with South Korea and its establishment as a country entirely, to be honest with you. But um, absolutely. You know, I, I see a lot of parallels right now with the way their working people are being treated and the way our working people are being treated is essentially where I get, I start getting upset because I'm like, those are people working under grueling hours. They're making these companies record profits, you know, record yeah. profits, truly like skyrocketing. <laughs> and, then they, and then they get shafted. Yeah. You know? They're getting fucked yeah. and no one's like got enough energy to go home and do anything that they want to do. And it's like, I don't think that's how people want to live. And I don't think that's how working people who are making all your fucking money should have to live. You know what I mean? There should be some benefit. Like as we sit here spending our entire weekend recording a podcast and taking notes for a podcast so that we can work a Monday through Friday job. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, well you go and you're like, we, I should have the energy to uh, make this podcast as a side thing and it not be super stressful. But like sometimes to be honest with you, even eight episodes in, I'm like, fuck, I can't believe I have to fucking oh, get home, rush for the stream. And then yep. the stream doesn't work. And you're like, I just wasted my night trying to get the stream. Work. Like, None of that stuff, would have, that shit would have bounced off me as a kid. No issue. No issue. It would have been like, all right, we'll try next time. But like when you're an adult, your free time is so chewed up. It's like you don't you get just fucking hate any free time. limited, any wasted time just makes you want to fucking lose your mind. You just get upset with, and I'm the type yep. of person that gets upset with myself. I don't get upset with anybody else. I get upset with myself. I beat myself up, and it's like, that and sucks. That's no good either, I'm working dude. all day. Why should I beat myself up? I should be just congratulating myself, honestly, for getting through all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it just being able to fucking do it on my own, you know? The fact that we're here right now is a testament to it all, you know? Truly. Um, and I will say, with everyone having mental breakdowns, I will go into our next story as I think that this guy may have experienced the worst mental breakdown of 2024. Menti and it was B. only like five days into 2024, dude. And I think he might win Menti B of the year. All right. Shout uh, out to the Menti B, man. I love we him. Just, this man here, um, first of all, we're going to be talking about a Bass Pro Shop in Leeds, Alabama, which already you can just imagine – the kind of things that happen at a Bass Pro shop in Leeds, Alabama. Sure. Okay. And I'm the biggest supporter of Bass Pro. My family's from Mississippi. I was just in Bass Pro over the holidays. And I don't know if you've ever been in a Bass Pro before, Brandon. I've have been you? to the Memphis one, okay. the pyramid. Okay. Also, uh, the pyramid. you know, Memphis is also uh, a place in Egypt. Is it really? Yeah, that's where it comes from. 
I had no idea. I guess is that why they built the fucking pyramid? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to build on the conspiracy. Look up, bro. We're on your ass. You go look it up. Memphis, Egypt. Very big. Very big to do. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Well, at that one, I'm sure they had the massive fucking like fish enclosure with the waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Every single Bass Pro Shop in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like around the stairs, so you can go to every floor. And what I actually found out recently is the fish that are in there, and it's kind of cool, actually, a little fun fact, the fish in there are indigenous to the town or the municipality where the Bass Pro Shop is. Okay, so whatever they got in their rivers and stuff. That's cool. Yep. Um, And so I thought that was pretty cool, and I've always liked to look in those things because the glass in the front of them is like 10 feet high, so you can see like the whole inside of the water, you know? Um, Well... I will say on Thursday of last week, uh, we had this man, and his name is George, George Owens. He was arrested in Leeds, Alabama, after he had a little bit of a menti bee at Bass Pro Shop. Okay, tell me more. Fill me uh, in. I mean, we did. you showed me the video before this. I showed you I, the video earlier. I honestly and- want you to describe because the way you described it to me, I feel like did it justice i feel like before i opened the video i had a good idea of what i was about to see you already knew what was coming and i articulated it that well but once he got to the parking lot uh he intentionally and they they can tell it was intentionally because he sped up according to cctv footage but he intentionally slammed into a pole like a handicap pole with his family inside the car so we're talking wife and two kids um and if you're thinking like oh dude That's fucking terrible. He then proceeded to jump out of the car and run into the Bass Pro Shop. Once inside, he got butt-ass naked, ran to the second floor of the store, and jumped right in that goddamn fish tank, bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He really did. And it's on camera. I mean, you can look this up. It's it's available online. It's great. Yeah, and I sent I sent the mini version to Brandon, but the the version the, the the better version shows my favorite part, which is he jumps in and it doesn't take long before there's like two police officers on the scene, right? Oh, and for so they're, sure. They're right. They're, standing they're ready. The they're ready. They're ready they're for ready. Him. And you see this dude swimming. And first of all, I want to let everyone know that today the number one like trending thing on X was shrinkage. And if you type it in, it's 100% related to this man's penis. Because in my honest opinion, there wasn't one there. Uh, I I wasn't really, you know, I could not see a penis. There's I no protrusion at all. Yeah, and Zero. he's in water. So it would float, you know, with the balls and go its own separate direction. I mean, in this video, there's literally no dick, folks. I'm no. not kidding you. There's, There's no, no dick. dick. I mean, he has a dick. That's the thing. You kind of make out like where his dick should be. But there is. <laughs> you can tell like above the grundle there. There's a spot where a penis is hiding. Be. It's yeah. hiding in there. All I can think of is that South Park episode where Cartman runs and jumps off the waterfall at Casa Bonita. You know, I've eaten at Casa him. Bonita. There is a waterfall there. I want to go there. now that they own it. I know. I went before they owned it. It was, still, um, it was not great. <laughs> there was a little going downhill by the time I had yeah, been there. They, I've heard they fixed it, but that's what I've I heard. will say my favorite thing about the Bass Pro Shop Insanity is when the cops get there, he doesn't have a penis, but he air jerks off the water at them. Like he's going to come on these police officers, right? And I really enjoyed that. And so I'm not really <laughs> sure why, but at some point he came to the conclusion that he was just caught. 
right? Like, you're not getting out of this. And so he tried to jump over the glass in the front from the top of the water. But right. two things. He's butt... Well, three things. He's butt-ass naked. He's soaking wet. And that wall is like 12 feet high. That is a problem for him. So he slams the fucking concrete floor and water like slaps all over. Yeah. Dude, my favorite part is, and I'll send the full video, but people, please find the full video out there. The cops drag him out unconscious. They walk over to him unconscious because he has completely knocked himself the fuck out. But butt ass naked. They roll him over on his ass, cuff him. And then drag him out of the store by his dick. Like, his dick is just, like, sliding across the fucking, like, marble floor as he's being dragged out of this Hopefully, it's shot. inside of his body, so it's not creating, like, a blood streak <laughs> behind him. It's just, it's just the around his dick that's getting fucked up. It's not his actual penis. His balls took all the pain on that one. His balls dragged. and his mons pubis is being completely decimated, but his penis is hiding inside of him. That's fucking awesome. It's but true. I mean, dude, I'm not even kidding. I saw the video. There's no... There's, there's no, no penis. There's nothing there's going no on at no. all. It's deranged. I've never seen something like this. And so when you see an action like that, you have to just think like, that's a mentee B, right? Like he... Well, There's no way that's not. You you have a knack of cu- finding these situations of naked guys. <laughs> You've done I love the, naked guys. We did the guy pause. We did the guy at uh. We did the <laughs> guy. Send. Yeah, try you fast forward. We did the guy <laughs> at um. Uh, Disney. He was he was naked and yeah, he dude, had a massive was, dick though. It was a very big difference. That's the difference. He's like the Bizarro of bass sports guys. That guy was that guy was dragon hog for sure. And then uh, this guy, this guy's the complete opposite. It's very wild. Well, he saw the video from Disney, and I, he said to himself, "What if I had a tiny dick? I think it'd be easier." That just means that if we're going to cover a streaker next time, it can't be about his, how big his penis is or how little his penis is. So it's only going to get wilder from here, folks. I don't really <laughs> that know means what I'm else could a streaker with the most average penis i don't know yeah that means he's gonna have to make up it for something he's gonna have to do something extra his flaccid and it looks perfect yeah but he's gonna have to average that's so average but he's gonna have to do something extra to spice it up to make a podcast worthy. so we're gonna have to wait until that perfect average penis guy has done something spectacular on top of streaking fair fair we'll see well We'll say it'll take us what a week too with this economy we'll see we'll find out with my internet ability, I'll find it tonight. Don't fucking we'll find, worry. We'll find I'll be out sitting shortly. on it for six days till we record again. Don't worry about it. We'll find out very uh, shortly, folks. Tune back in next week. So I made a promise to you last week. We t- I, I fulfilled it last week. I'm going to fulfill it today. Uh, we're going to finish today's podcast talking about a new fucking alien story. Finish bro. strong. Finish strong. Finish strong. Yeah, dude, please come on. Hit me with that. All right. Well, I know we've all heard about the fucking Miami alien story this weekend. Wait, can I tell you a funny story about this? Yeah, of course. Okay, so just to open this, uh, this what did this break like? Um, okay, so I think this happened on the 4th. Last week? The 4th. Yeah. Thursday. Two days ago. Yeah. Correct. So I, um, Thursday night is when it really broke. Um, so I came home from work, was reading Twitter very late at night. And it was around the time that I first started seeing wind about this story on Twitter and on Reddit. And I was like, 
you know, I, I've been through a million of these stories, but I always am very intrigued when it's something like a mass sighting and people say like a lot of people saw it. So I'm always like, I got my finger on the pulse of it. I'm going to watch what happens and I'm going to keep an open mind just because I'm curious myself. Yeah. Not yeah. because I think it's aliens, but because I'm curious now, apparently a lot of people could have seen this. So that should confirm or deny what happened very easily. Right. Yep. When that starts to get muddied is when I start to get a little freaked out. But anyway, let's go. Let's. I'll stick well, let's to. Go over let it. me. Let me stick to my story real quick. Little short yeah. story. So this breaks on Thursday night. I go into work Friday. Um, I I get into work. Um, I get out of my car and I see my production manager leaving my wing of the office to go back into the uh, production wing of the other side of the building. And as I'm getting out of my car, he goes, "Hey." And he has this shit-eating grin on his face, and I love it, dude. I'm, 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 I can already like I've got a vibe that I can already tell he's gonna ask me about you know this. Damn well, what's coming now? I know, and it's crazy because he never really showed a huge interest in the alien stuff before the Grutch thing broke. But like now yeah. he's now he's him, in. and there's other guys at work who have been asking me a lot about it, and uh, like seriously asking me about it because they know I care about it. So it's like. It's funny to be like the plug, but he goes, yo, you hear about Miami? And I went, bro, I have to go clock in. Stop. Like, uh, you're crazy. Ah, you're going to make me lose you're my so... job. I'm going to be out here for two hours. My boss is like telling yeah. me. I'm like, all right, dude, chill. Yes, I did. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Dude. You're so wild for that. It's funny because it's like everyone saw that and immediately their first thought was, I wonder what Brandon thinks about this. Like anyone who knows you, that's the first thing. That's what I thought too. I know. Uh, I know. A for... lot of people do. <laughs> let me get some context here for people who don't know which i really think everyone knows at this point it's been everywhere people from as far as like you know your local everyday news down to the nelk boys are talking about this bullshit right now but this week in miami on thursday there was a weird disturbance at a local mall that shut down shit like every single highway around this mall and i saw numerous videos on x and the part that really freaked me out about it was when they shut it down, dude, it looked like hundreds of police officers were, mm -hmm. like, there. Like, hundreds. Cars. Like, more police activity than I've ever seen in one place in my entire life. Okay? Probably, like, 9-11 and that are the most police I've ever seen in one place. And what as speculation grew, the Miami Police Department informed news outlets that the disturbance was caused by an altercation at the mall between over 50 juveniles. Which sounds fucking wild to me because I've never heard about like that unless we're talking about what's that movie with Pony Boy and uh, from the like, Outsiders. Yeah, right? this sounds like something out of the Outsiders. Like two kid gangs got it down in the in the fucking mall. Like, I'm sorry, dude, I don't buy that. And <laughs> a lot of other people didn't buy it either because rumors quickly began spreading that there was in fact no 50 children, but in fact eight to ten foot shadow aliens. According to a video posted online, there are moments when a giant creature can be seen in plain sight standing in front of the mall's entrance. I will say that, I, you know, as the usual alien skeptic, the picture of the giant shadow alien was really weird and something I genuinely don't think I could explain. Yeah, but I haven't seen... I haven't seen anything corroborating that to, like, actual evidence of it being from, like, a security camera within the mall... Um, the video, it's, are you talking about the video or the photo? I'm sorry. All right. Well, both, I guess. We there's a, there's a photo on Twitter of somebody being like a think tank who I follow and I love their Twitter. It's very fun. Um, I don't necessarily think they're always posting something that they think is even true. 
<laughs> but sun action. Yeah, it's a little fun. It's a, it's like the National Enquirer of Twitter. I go to him yeah. and he posts a lot of fucking funky alien shit. And I go and I make my own call on stuff for fun. You know, people act like that's a crazy thing to do. I just look at this shit critically because I actually am a firm believer that there's a cover up. That's the only reason why I look at this shit critically. I'm sure a lot of people don't agree with that. I'm sure a lot of people think this is all a lot of bullshit. Um, but, you know, I, I, I actually think a lot of people are interested in this and that's why this is blown up so quickly. You know, more Absolutely. people are interested in this than the, the media. And then there's a stigma to this, to talking about it. You're kind of for a while you were at least delegated to the fringes and talked about like you were kind of like nuts. Yeah. Whereas now you're, it's being legitimized in Congress. It's being legitimized in all sorts of places in the news and people are a little bit more open to show their uh, interest in this. And that's why I think stories like this might be popping up more and more. They might be at, at you know, completely fabricated in order to make a, everybody who is interested in this sound fucking nuts. Um, but the video I saw ended up being sort of debunked and shown to me in a way more. It's, it, it seemed to be a little bit more uh, blurred in post because somebody okay. found the original video. It's the video itself is flipped and reversed and it looks like three cops walking. Okay. Just me. like oddly stretched. It looks like the video yeah. was edited in post and put on Twitter reversed. The It's mirrored. It's reversed. So it looks a little funky. You know what I mean? Like it's going to look yep. weird. And apparently somebody thinks that it looks like it was a blur in After Effects, like something that was like artificially blurred as opposed to like what camera shoots in 240p anymore? Yeah, I mean, who had their fucking Nokia one of the 2009 biggest, out there? One of the biggest jokes I always hear is, um, you know, why is it that every time UFOs are filmed, it's on a potato? And I think a lot of the times it's because you might be seeing UFO footage from outside of the United States, one, which is yep. already a big debunker of a lot of people's talking point of like, oh, this only happens in the US. I only ever hear about the UFOs in the United States, such an America thing. It's not. Um, no. I know for a fact it's not. Like, I, And if anybody's interested we could do a whole podcast about it. It's not just an American phenomenon. It's This has been viewed everywhere for a long time. There's a lot of weird similarities in the sightings, and there's a lot of weird differences in sightings culturally and stuff. So it's like, it's a very interesting phenomenon that manifests in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different places, is all I'm saying. And I, I do agree with you. Like, my Here's the thing. thing is I was getting lost there, but like my point about that was like, obviously there are going to be videos from abroad that look like shitty on a cell phone because they're actually from a place where they don't have the, the newest fucking tech or whatever. Right. But like not everyone has the iPhone 15. When I see a video from America that's in 240p, I do start to get a little skeptical right from the jump. I do start to go. You're like most, most, most cricket wireless phones can film better. Yes. Than that that was know? kind of my point. Like, like I know somebody's probably got at least something newer than an iPhone four, bro. Like it's yep. not filming yep. on fucking 240 P it's just not. So it's like when you see a blur effect like that on a video like this, you have to go, you have to be slightly skeptical Why? and instead of being super open to the, Oh, every, every video is, this could be manufactured like this. And to me, that's equally as interesting as the UFO topic itself, because that means that somebody has a vested interest in muddying the waters about stuff like this and and uh, purveying an alien narrative, which yep. I think has always been the U.S. government's point in a lot of this. They're always kind of quick to say aliens. This is all aliens. And if they're if they're not confirming it's aliens, they're kind of alluding to the extraterrestrial phenomenon in a way. They're kind of like alluding to the fact that it could be an off-world threat. Even Ronald Reagan said it in a speech one time. 
But I think the truth is it's not something like that. I think it's on earth. I think it's something people deal with on a regular basis. And I think the U.S. government is aware of that. And they know that's a lot scarier than the idea of an alien coming here super far something away. Something big and majestic. Yeah, or yeah. like an alien. It's, it's, it's less dangerous to think it's super far away than it is to think that it's some dimensional situation where it could be right here all the time. That, yep. that could, that, that's way scarier. That would that really it's always here with you around you, or yeah. that it's been it fucking with us or trying to trying to lead us in a way. There's been a lot of evidence of that, you know, like with these crash landings and with these craft being landed. It might not actually be craft with aliens in it. It might be um, these dimensional beings trying to like progress humanity in a certain with with an agenda. The, these yeah. things have had senses of humor over the course of these sightings. Sometimes this is not a fuck. It's funny, you know. That at times. You're, you know you're dealing with an intelligence to a certain degree when you when you start to follow the patterns within a lot of this stuff. And this, to me, doesn't really fit a lot of that. But I'm also not willing to rule out these high strangeness sightings. I think they're fun. You know, I think they're interesting. Who knows? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, with a lot of these sightings, and especially with this one, the truth most likely sits somewhere outside of both of the big options, right? Yeah. People say things like, oh, why are there no fucking videos of a giant 10-foot alien, right? But at my same point, where's the fucking video of 50 kids fighting each other in the mall? That would yeah. obviously exist as well, you know? Exactly. Someone would have filmed 50 fucking kids brawling. You know how many fucking food court fights I've seen on the internet? Yeah, I've been following this into the weekend, obviously, because I love this shit. And, I, and this has been something you saw outside of this world. You know, it's funny. I even yeah. know somebody who saw this in a Bill's Facebook group. <laughs> completely entirely separately because we're playing Miami this week and yeah. and they were they asked me about it and they were like yo what's up with the aliens in Miami I saw somebody posting the Bill's Facebook group about it and I was like oh I got you bro I briefed them on the whole situation you know what I mean <laughs> so like I know this is a big deal to people I know people are watching I know this is like a TikTok thing so I've been like trying to stay up to date and the UFOs Reddit not the alien Reddit not the UFO Reddit the al- UFO S UFOs Reddit which is the one with millions of actual users in it got it um, yeah is one of my favorite sources for this because you will see threads get nuked on that Reddit pretty frequently. I have so I have a conspiracy about the moderators of the UFO Reddit, but I don't even want to go into it. But the uh, <laughs> we're gonna fucking put, we're gonna call them out. I right don't here. know because some of them are good. I know some of them actually, but like some of them are not good, and I I don't want to talk about it right now because it freaks me out. But like <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, I, I, there is somebody who was on the Reddit today who said that they called the Miami PD. They were able to talk to a representative of the Miami PD, not like a like an operator for like nine one one or something, like somebody at the office who speaks to the media, I guess. Yeah, and asked them about this, and they were like, "Hey, like I'm asking just as a, as a concerned journalist, like what's going on with this? Like people are saying that you guys were responding in force to this. There's no evidence of it. Was there?" Like the only thing that would make sense to me would be that there would be an active shooter situation, which like there were reports of kids with Roman candles firing them off in the, in the mall that we're talking about in Miami. It's not an indoor mall. It's an outdoor mall. I know like some people aren't familiar with the concept, especially if you're from the Northeast, there aren't a lot of them, but like there are. No one wants to walk from store to store in the snow, bro. Yeah, there are (laughs) for sure. But like the first time I went to Virginia on tour, I saw an outdoor mall and I was like, oh, this is sick. And like, honestly, you have to deal with less snow. So you don't worry about it as much. So it's like less of a, so it's more common and you go, oh, this is kind of cool. But for real, like this is a totally outdoor mall. So if there were kids having a Roman candle fight to me, I'm like, that maybe is possible. Like it may be in an indoor mall. I go, that's a little crazy, but yeah, even if who knows, but 
somebody, the, the, the person who was working there responded and said there was no active shooter. And apparently they sounded kind of nervous having to say that. And then like, we're like, Hey, I need to kind of like let you go. We're Get getting on. a lot of calls and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, dude, if there, if, if, if it wasn't an active shooter and if that story is true, I guess I have no way of confirming that, but like, there are a lot of very genuinely curious people on the Reddit who I think aren't trolls, who I think are serious people who go there because that's where they go for shit that they don't, aren't, yeah. you know, they aren't on Twitter or whatever. They, whatever. That's a whole other world that I'm not super familiar with, but I do use it for the UFO stuff. And yep. this guy seemed like a pretty genuine guy who was just like interested in what was going on. and was willing to make phone calls and see if he can get an answer out of somebody. And this person seemed a little unsettled by having to even answer about this because they've been, uh, it sounds like they've been getting a lot of calls. It sounds like they've definitely, this was not the first call they've taken. Yeah. They've been, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like they have to kind of at least be somewhat truthful because if they get caught in a lie, it's almost worse. Absolutely. Because then it's, then they are the person when it all falls down, that was the liar. Yeah. And you know and that then everyone it above them a would cover be glad. Up and then it... Everyone above them would be glad to bury that motherfucker at the end of the day. So, if that's what meant making the stop. So if this is true and uh, there wasn't an active shooter situation in Miami that night, I don't understand why there were like at least 150. I don't want to say 150, but there were. I'm not kidding. When Dude, I was watching the video, I counted the all the way up to 78 cars, maybe more, because it's panning quickly and it was hard for me to totally count them. But just off the top of my head, I counted 78 cars. Yeah, which means there's at least double that that you're not seeing. Yeah, in the that video, video looked like it went up the street. I'm like, that's a yep. huge response. Something happened, and then there was also the stories about the airport. And I can't confirm this. I didn't do the work to confirm this, but there were people talking about how the airport was completely not sending out flights for that time. And then they were talking about how there was a blackout. What, Miami International? Yeah. And they were okay. talking about how the uh, the power was cut to a lot of the area too. So I don't know what happened, um, but it sounds like a lot happened that night and that there, if it was kids with sticks, they're kind of spitting in your eye thinking that you're going to believe that. I don't know if that's... I don't... Yeah, dude, you, you're telling me that 50 kids fighting is going to shut down the entire city of Miami? I'm not fucking buying it, dude. This could be an ad for GTA 6. What if it just was? And they were like, first mission next year, I mean, GTA 6. They, get nasty, like, they do get nasty with the alien missions in GTA 5, so it definitely could be a GTA 6 mission where it's like... Well, I'll say... That would be good. I would get this caught. Is, this is definitely something we're going to keep up with uh, on, on the pod. We're keeping yeah. an eye on this. No matter what happens as we move forward, we're going to keep an eye on we're it. We're keeping an eye on this. Something's going to pop or we're going to bitch that nothing came of this at all in the future. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I keep an eye on all the alien stuff. So if anything serious comes up, we'll talk about it. We'll talk oh, about yeah. the. Apparently they're getting in a skiff with the attorney uh, inspector general who is... David Grush's boss, the guy he disclosed basically all the information that he has about this UFO stuff too. This is about as close as having a skiff with David Grush as you're going to get right now. And hopefully some information gets to the right Congress people who are actually interested in this and want to talk about it to the media. That's what I care about. I want this to be legitimized to people. I don't want people to talk about this like it's fucking stupid anymore. Yep. Because we're here, we're talking about it seriously, we're talking about way more serious stuff than just UFO sightings at this point with the stuff Grush wants to talk about, and we need to get on that level, bro. We need to either criticize him deeply and say what we take what he's, but we have to take what he's saying seriously in order to criticize him. That's my point. Agreed. 
And also, right before we leave, I do want to end on the fact, I'm not going to bring it up the actual name, but anyone who is really invested in the Senate porno, we do officially know who the bottom was in the Senate porno. So if you guys want to Google that, that's my update there. I'm not going to shout their name out just in case it ends up not being real and we get sued for it. Yeah, well, good for them. Shout out to them for for fucking... And you know, like you know, what's funny about me with the with the gay the the butt fucking in the Senate thing <laughs> with the butt fucking in the Senate. What? Yeah, the gay butt fucking in the Senate. You know, you see a lot of Republicans posting the video, dude. It's because they love it. All I'm saying is they're posting the video. Like if they if they actually cared and they were like, "This is degeneracy. I don't want anybody to be able to see this. This is they a, wouldn't share it for everybody to watch. This is a disgrace." This is bad. You know, I don't want my kids to be able to see. You wouldn't be posting on your fucking Twitter. You, you know why they're sharing it though, right? Yeah, because they're in the they're Lindsey Graham. That's why. Because it's fucking hot. Because it's like uh, I didn't watch the full video. I watched the worst version of it because I said I don't need to see it in uh, 1080p yet. <laughs> I can watch. I saw it in 4K. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, you. Uh, you're on fast forward today. I am, dude. You're deeply. I'm so fast forward, dude. Yo, you're close, dude. You're real close. <laughs> Holy shit. I love it, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Honestly, oh, go man. off, King. I watched the asshole stretch in 4K. Fast forward. That's truly fast forward. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen it like that, dude, in 4K. Dude, check it out. Check it out. I think the Not. most I've ever seen is accidentally clicking on something when you were a kid, and back then it was like 480p. <laughs> and it like me it's like one of those that immediately cuts into the action you know there's no lead up it's yeah. like wah, bah, bah, and that's what this <laughs> one did dude you click on it and he is just thrusting into homie's back yeah dude. well that's like, true that is exactly yeah. how this goes down i'm sure there yeah. is lead up but you know it's funny somebody probably cropped it. it was like this is the best part i'm gonna make sure this part gets out there well you know republicans don't want the beginning they just want the end oh my <laughs> god they can't they can't stand that the end's not in the video that's been going around they can't they're like why do i why can't i see him come on his butt yeah there's an there's a furious republican sitting there and he's uh he's furiously trying to ai generate the ending of that I can't finish till you finish. Come on his butt. Yeah, he's never even looked at ad before, but he's like finally getting into it <laughs> to try to like recreate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's a great place for us to close tonight. So Big I'll time. say good night, everyone. Episode eight closed and it was a fucking pleasure. We'll see you guys next week. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Check out the YouTube if you can. Check out everything. We got everything. Check out to our Instagram. Look at our link tree. We got... OnlyFans, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole thing. Go check it out. 100%. Check it out. Love y'all. Check it out. Peace. Peace.